Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Candlesticks Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby LaMarco, and I'm here to talk today about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's right, CEH. We're going to do his fantasy outlook currently live on Instagram. But if you want to check me out on YouTube, guys, we'll be on there all this entire time as well. Um, as you know, we've been doing these TCK player spotlights over the last couple weeks. Sky has dived into the Cardinals' backfield, also looking down the line. He'll be dropping one on the Steelers' wide receivers. Last week, I did one on Miles Sanders. So you can either follow us on YouTube at the Candlestick Kids, or you can follow us on IG and also on Twitter. But make sure you're following everybody that's a part of the Candlestick Fantasy Football Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast a.k.a. the TCK pod. Uh, before we do, if you don't know where to find us, of course, you'll find at Sky Gawasco on Twitter, at the fan, uh, TCK pod on TikTok. you also find the Candlestick Kids group page on Facebook. But also you can find me at Bobby LaMarca on Twitter, Lucas, Dweez, all the guys. Please go make sure you follow them as well on all their social medias. We're constantly posting updates. But – what we're trying to do this year, guys, we're trying to be more on YouTube. We're trying to get a little bit more on here as well. So if you're currently an Instagram follower and you're following us on here, go check us out on YouTube. We'll be talking about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But if you don't, make sure you subscribe on YouTube at The Candlestick Kids. And that's where you can find us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. We'll be dropping these TCK player spotlights for the next couple of weeks before we start diving into team previews and everything else. But one of the things we want to do is we want to make sure we're highlighting our sponsors. Make sure we talk a little bit about the Jersey Jungle. The Jersey Jungle, guys, is one of the best jersey places to go and get your jerseys right now. Um, and they're basically they're working right off of Instagram. One of the things I should recommend everybody does, a part of the TCK pod listeners, go to tw- uh, Instagram, go to the Jersey Jungle DM them if you want a jersey, but just follow their stories. They have awesome, awesome stuff. And they're also going to be coming out within the next few weeks. They're going to be having rookie jerseys. So make sure you go check out the Jersey Jungle. Go follow them first on on Instagram. And then if you decide you want to get a jersey, make sure you use the code TCK to receive 10% 10 off one jersey, 10% off two jerseys, and 15% off three jerseys. So make sure you're doing that as well. Another one of our great sponsors we have is Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Seekthespice.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off any purchase of Bomb Banana. Guys, this is a a hot sauce that isn't banana-flavored. It's banana-based. If you ever hear Sky say mooey mooey, very awesome. Love every second. It's one of the flavors. But make sure you go check these guys out. One of our sponsors, support the TCK, support our our sponsors and make sure you're going out to get some bomb banana hot sauce. Give it a shot. 10% off if you use the code TCK. So make sure you guys are doing all that. Now that we got those things out of the way and we talked a little bit about it, and we do appreciate our sponsors. Let's talk about why we're here today. And that is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So last year, of course, Clyde was drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. Last pick of the first round by Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of excitement for Clyde last year as he was a first-round pick, top 10 pick, essentially towards middle and late August. Unfortunately for Clyde, he did not 
Uh, he kind of flopped a little bit. He actually finished outside the top 25 in points per game and half-point PPR. But he was still solid, 12 points per game in that format. But it was a big disappointment. And this year, a lot of people are now fading Clyde. And I'm here to tell you, and we're highlighting him today on the TCK Player Spotlight because I'm buying all in on Clyde this season. I have him as a top 12 back. We're going to talk a little bit about his draft cost later. But let's talk first about why are we into Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Just so you guys know, too, this is episode 397 of the TCK Pod. I know we got some exciting things lined up for episode 400, so stay tuned for that. And Sky will make sure to be dropping that over the next week or so. So first off, like I broke down the Miles Sanders last week, make sure you go check out the Miles Sanders video. But for this video right now for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, we're going to talk a little bit about offensive scheme with Andy Reid. We're going to talk a little bit about the offensive line changes. And then we're going to talk a little bit about things that Clyde can do better this year, but also things where we expect him to improve. So first one thing I did is not a lot of change. Andy Reid comes over and back into the fold. We know Andy Reid has been a longtime OC head coach. He's been basically running the show from Philadelphia way back in 1989 before going over to the Chiefs in 2013. Over that time frame, there was five main running backs under Andy Reid. Deuce Staley, Brian Westbrook, Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoy, and Kareem Hunt. So what I did, I said to myself, okay, how did those top five running backs perform in year one in Andy Reid's system and year two? Well, this is what I found. So year one, on average, the running backs, Brian Westbrook, Deuce Staley, Jamal Charles, Kareem Hunt, and LaShawn McCoy averaged 12.8 points per game in half-point PPR in their first year in Andy Reid's system. The second year, on average, they jumped to 15.9 points per game in half-point PPR. That's a 24% increase from year one to year two in Reid's system. Last year, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was just behind that average at 12.2 points per game. If we apply his 24% increase like the other guys on average got, he would have been he would have 15.1 points per game. That would have been good for the RB11 last year. So right there, what it tells you is that it takes sometimes a year, uh, a two year or two for these running backs to truly take off and read system. Yes, they're all good. I mean, LaShawn McCoy was good. Um, you know, guys, well, for example, Jamal Charles is the only guy of those five that actually saw a decrease. Jamal Charles was also in the latter half of his 20s during that time frame. But the other four guys saw a significant growth in points per game from year one to year two, including guys like Brian Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy, who were not in full-time roles just yet. But then there was guys like Kareem Hunt, which is 16.9 to 19.7. Deuce Staley, 13.3 to 14.6. So there's been plenty of scenarios where it takes a year or two for them to really take the next step. And I do believe Clyde, can 1,000% take that leap. So right there alone, a lot of room for improvement, already locking him into a top 12 finish if he gets the same on average increase those other five running backs got under Reed. Now let's take a look at offensive line. Last year, the Chiefs were league average at adjusted line yards at 4.38 yards, uh, adjusted line yards last year on offensive line. This offseason, they have added Orlando Brown, Joe Thune, Kyle Long, Austin Blythe, and they also returned Laurent Duvernay, Tardif, 
which I, you know me. I'm not the names guy. That's guy. But the, And they also get Lucas Nang, their third-round pick from 2020, back from the exempt list. They, uh, they opted out last year. On top of that, they drafted Creed Humphrey early in the 2021 NFL draft. A lot of changes up front. But Joe Thune and Orlando Brown are big-time mainstays. Had great years last year. But these improvements on the offensive line should automatically get you excited about Clyde. Because one of the things I've talked about a lot is that offensive lines have a big impact on running backs. Uh, we've seen it with Joe Mixon. He's not really hit his potential. And we could put, point a lot of that to his lack of production on the ground behind a bad offensive line. Now, with these improvements for Clyde, I know Kyle Long just got hurt. But this is a lot of room for optimism. This team is going to have a much improved offensive line heading into 2021. So this is one of those things with between the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Eagles, and the Dallas Cowboys probably have the four most improved offensive lines based on the moves they made this offseason. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and his actual production. Now we talked a little bit about Reed. We talked a little bit about the offensive line. Let's talk about Clyde. Last year, the Kansas City Chiefs, as a whole, only had 13 carries inside the five. The prior two seasons under Patrick Mahomes, they averaged 22. So under Patrick Mahomes the prior two years, the running backs on this team averaged 22 carries inside the five. That dropped all the way to 13 in 2020. So right there, from what we see, that's an outlier. That means to me that Clyde is going to get a lot more opportunities inside the five this year than he did last year because it's a natural progression back to the average. Since 2013, even before Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs under Andy Reid averaged 18.4 carries inside the five by running backs every year. So even before Patrick Mahomes, this team was much more prevalent inside the five. So that's one area where I could say I'm excited for Clyde. He's going to get a lot more carries inside of five, a lot more opportunities to score. But let's talk about Clyde's production last year. We've heard a lot of people like Mike Tagliere talk about if Clyde Woodsor had one extra uh, one extra touchdown, two extra touchdowns, and it's totally true. Last year, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had nine carries inside the five. He only converted one for touchdowns, just one. That 11% conversion rate was one of the worst in the NFL last year. But I looked at the last two seasons, and there's been some notable names, six to be exact, that had a conversion rate below 20% and had at least eight attempts inside the five. Those include Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, Tevin Coleman, Nick Chubb, Frank Gore, Saquon Barkley, and Gus Edwards. Of those six, Barkley, of course, got hurt last year. We can't really tell from him. But those other five guys, they averaged 11%. Ironically, the same percentage that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire averaged last year, 11%. Those five other guys averaged 11% converting touchdowns. The following year, it jumped to 40. That's correct. On average, 40%. So those same six running backs that I just discussed, Barkley, Gus Edwards, Frank Gore, Nick Chubb, Tevin Coleman, Zeke Lally, all had conversion rates under 20% in the year before. The next season, they jumped to 40%. That's league average. League average conversion rate for carries inside the five is about 40%. 
So what that tells me is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year, if we apply his nine carries inside the five and we apply 40% conversion rate, he would have had upwards to three additional touchdowns. That would have added 1.4 points per game to his average last year, and that would have made him from the RB26 to the RB17 just in the carries inside the five alone. So right there, we're already jumping into the top 17 range by just getting back to league average conversion rate for carries inside the five. And I just gave you examples of some notable running backs who have below 20% conversion rate the prior year and have jumped almost four times higher the next season. So there is a lot of optimism that Clyde's going to have a much better season from a touchdown perspective based on the history we've seen over the last couple of years. Now let's talk a little bit about Clyde's uh, success as a receiver and as a runner. So one of the things I've done over the last 10 years is I looked at all the points off of receptions and points off carries. So on average, a a running back who gets a reception, they average 1.5 points for every reception, roughly. For a carry, it's 0.6. Last year, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was at 1.49. And for carries, he was at 0.58. That's a lot of numbers. But basically what you need to know is he was right at league average last year. But what we don't fact, what we have to factor in is his poor touchdown rate. Last year, he only scored a touchdown on 2.3% of his carries, of his touches. My apologies. 2.3% of his touches. League average is over 4%. So league average, I'm sorry, that was wrong. I just lied to you. That's on me. I lied to you. League average is 3.6%. Clyde Edwards was down to 2.3. So right there, it tells you that he's still producing at an average rate, even though his touchdowns are extremely low. So we know that he's from a pure uh, volume perspective, converting car- uh, receptions into yards. He's doing good. He's a, at least league average in that sense. But on top of that, once we factored in that improved touchdown rate, those numbers are going to start going up. So just for perspective, if I looked at the last, uh, since 2019, there's been 28 running backs who are under 0.6 points per carry. Fantasy points per carry, 0.6. So every carry, they average 0.6 or less fantasy points. There was 28. The following year, only 17 saw 100 touches the following year. Okay, we know Clyde's going to get 100 touches. So only 17 because a lot of guys fell off. Some guys didn't get the touches. Totally get it. But 17 of those guys got at least 100 touches the following year. 11 of those improved, saw an increase on average of 0.1. That doesn't sound like a lot. 0.1 does not sound like a lot. But when I tell you this is an additional over one points per game on average for him, if he just gets that 0.1. So he goes from 0.58 to 0.68. That's going to be based on 150 carries. He will get over a one point per game. And Clyde's going to be closer to 225. So you could be looking at upwards to one and a half more points just on those efficiency metrics alone. So we're already seeing 1.5 from we're seeing over a point more just on his regression for carries, uh, carries inside the five. We're already seeing regression for his uh, progression back to a mean for his Uh, points per carry. So these are the kind of things when I see that, I'm like, Clyde's going to be 
extremely good. We're already starting to approach that 15 points per game, like we touched on a little bit earlier when we talked about the second year in a read system for those running backs. Remember, that average is 15.6, and he was at 12 last year, similar to all the other running backs previously under read. So that's extremely noble. But now I'm thinking to myself, okay, those are all great, but is he successful as a running back? Last year, was he successful? I talked about this with Miles Sanders, but when he needed to needed what his 50 corner Warren Sharp, his 56% success rate on carries last year was 11th in the NFL, tied for 11th with CMC and Derrick Henry. Yes, CMC and Derrick Henry were arguably number one and two at running back this year. Clyde was on the same success rate, and he had those high touches. So it wasn't because he got less touches, he was more efficient. He's a high-touch guy. So that is, just from a carry success rate modeling perspective, he's he's right up there with some of the best guys in the NFL. Now, a lot of things changed once Le'Veon Bell came in, but the great thing I love the most about Clyde is he does offer some value because he catches passes, and he's also getting you consistent workloads from on the ground. Last year, he hit double-digit fantasy points in 61.5% of his games. That was tied for 14th with a guy like DeAndre Swift. Now, keep in mind, his touches started to go down once Le'Veon Bell came into the picture. But he still finished the year with 61% of his games being double digits. That's top 15 in the NFL. Now, all that being said, that's with him not scoring touchdowns. That's with him being average in other areas last season. And we could start seeing those progressions next year uh, because of all the things I talked between the second year and Andy Reid scheme, between the improvements on the offensive line, and plus natural progression back to the mean for things like touchdowns. So we're already kind of seeing a top 15 minimum layout for Clyde, which, you know, I'm all over that for, for fantasy. Now let's talk draft cost. Clyde edwards uh, based on underdog fantasy, he's actually already been – he's in the top 15. He's already inside the top 24 overall. He's going ahead of running backs like DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, and David Montgomery. Thumbs up all day. Keep drafting him there. Some guys he's going behind right now, I would draft Clyde over. That includes Najee Harris and Joe Mixon. Now, I believe Clyde edwards is on a superior offense with a much improved offensive line, and his first-round pedigree – should show him, should get him into the top 12 over those types of players. Overall, he's going around guys way ahead of guys like Mahomes and Kittle now, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen. Um, But I will tell you this. I personally view Clyde as a top 15, 16 overall player. I only receivers I'm considering over him right now, most likely are going to be Adams, Hill, Ridley, Diggs. Running back-wise, he's probably my RB 11 or 12. I'm debating between him and Cam Akers. Cam Akers is another guy I'm a little bullish on for next year. But basically, on talking about across the board, when we look at Andy Reid and running backs in their second year in the system, seeing that jump, 24% jump in production from year one to year two. That includes Deuce Staley, Brian Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy, Jamal Charles, and Kareem Hunt. Only one of those guys saw a decrease. That was Jamal Charles, and he was in the latter half of his 20s. So we see that increase in Andy Reid's scheme, the improvements by running backs in their second year. The offensive line, having all those upgrades on the offensive line, but also drafting depth and getting guys back from opt-outs, they're going to have ridiculous depth to protect them from injuries like they did not have last year. 
Then we talked a little bit about his his carries inside the five, only being at 11% conversion rate. League average is 40%. But all the players who were under 20% in the last two years that had at least eight carries inside the five saw improvement on average up to 40% range. So we know that Clyde is going to probably be much more productive inside the five based on, based on his opportunities. Then we touched on the Chiefs as a whole, only having 13 carries inside the five. The previous two years under Patrick Holmes, that was 22. And finally, his success rate on the ground, 56%, tied with guys like CMC and Derrick Henry. Then his average points per game, double-digit fantasy points, which is that's winnable, that's startable, that's flexible, double-digit fantasy points, top 15 in that ranking. He was consistently in the double figures last year, even dealing with all the issues with ground game and competition at running back. And finally, where he's going. I love Clyde Edwards-Solaire. He's a locked and loaded second-round pick for me. I would take him as high as probably 16th overall, easily a top 12 running back in this draft. If he does fall and you get him at the 2-3 turn and you compare him with CMC, hats off to you. But once again, guys, this is the TCK player spotlight, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment. Get back to me. You know, Let me know what you think of Clyde and if he could be a top 15 pick and a top 12 running back next year. Once again, guys, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube at the candlestick kids, any, or just anywhere you listen to podcasts, leave a five-star rating. Make sure you follow us at Squagawasco on Twitter at Bobby Lamarco on Twitter. Make sure you follow the TCK pod on Instagram and also me at fantasy football X factor on Instagram as well. Don't forget, if you guys are looking for jerseys this offseason, if you're looking for those awesome rookie jerseys, do not forget Jersey Jungle. Make sure you're following them on Instagram. If you want to order a jersey, get, put the code TCK, and you receive 10% off one, up to 15% off for three. And finally, Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Spe- seek the spice. Listen, I just love the concept. Now, if you are someone who loves hot sauce, Try out Bomb Banana. It's a banana-based, not banana-flavored hot sauce. Use the TCK promo and get 10% off. Or go to SeekTheSpice.com. Once again, guys, I'm Bobby Lamarco, the Fantasy Football X Factor. I hope you enjoyed today's player spotlight. If you learned one thing today, Clyde's in for a big year, too. He should be locked in as a top 15, 16 player in your drafts. And... Probably by August, I might be drafting him as a borderline first-round pick again. But don't reach if you don't need to. We'll have rankings out. The draft guide's coming within a couple weeks. Me and Sky and a couple people will be putting together a draft guide for you. We'll include our rankings. We'll see how high high Clyde can go. Once again, thanks for joining. I appreciate everybody. Please make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us everywhere on Instagram, Twitter. Once again, Bobby LaMarco, guys. Appreciate you, and we'll talk again soon.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.